listening to him, seeking and all this. What's required of me? What's required of us if we're to seek the Lord? Listen, we're talking about having a relationship with Almighty God. Well, what's required of me? Can I say, well, you know, when I decide to pray, I will. When I read the Bible, I will. And when I go to church, I will. Or is this serious business? So first of all, let me say, we're to seek him with all of our heart. And that means he's a priority. He's number one. He's first. He's the most important person in our life. Listen to this. Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare, that's for our good, not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. Then you'll call upon me and come and pray to me, and I'll listen to you. Listen to this now. I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search me with all your heart. Here's what that says to me. It says to me, in my seeking him, it's not a casual thing. A deep, abiding, hungering, thirsting, yearning within you. Listen, to go deeper and further in your relationship. Look at one more passage here, Isaiah 55, and because this is very, very, very important. If I'm going to seek the Lord with all of my heart, here's something I have to remember. In this 55th chapter, and the 6th verse says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return to the Lord. Now watch this carefully. I cannot seek the Lord over here and be living in sin over here. In other words, that doesn't work. I'm either going to live in sin or seek the Lord. I'm not going to do both. I'm, there may be a time in your life when, when you're seeking him, and maybe there's some weakness in your life. But listen and you're having to struggle with something. But listen, if you're seeking the Lord and there's a struggle, that's one thing. If you're seeking the Lord and living in sin and not connecting the two, you, listen, you can't seek and find what you're looking for and hold on to some sin in your life because he says your iniquities have separated you from him. That doesn't mean you're going to be lost if you're a Christian, but you cannot play both sides at the same time. If I love him, if I'm seeking him, I'm willing to get rid of all the stuff and things in my life that don't fit who I am as a follower of Jesus, then when I seek him, I'm going to discover, I'm going to find out something. I'm going to have a relationship that is so deep beyond my comprehension. But I must seek him with all of my heart. Now, you have to ask yourself this question. Um, what other desires are in your life? Here's a very interesting passage in uh, Deuteronomy chapter 4. Listen to this, verse 19 of the fourth chapter. And beware not to lift up your eyes to heaven and see the sun and the moon and the stars and all the host of heaven and be drawn away and worship them and serve them, those which the Lord your God has allotted to all the peoples under the whole heavens. Now you say, well, I'm not, I'm not worshiping anything up there. Well, let me ask you a question. What is that piece in the paper that has your month of birth on it? What's that piece? The horoscope. You know what it is? You say, well, now, that doesn't mean anything. Why do you read it? Did you know that if you read that seeking guidance, he says, don't do that. Because what, what are they, they're talking about, you know, what's in the heavens, and if you were born under this and under that, <laughs> under the other, you need to be born again. You get out under all that. <laughs> what, I, what I want you to see, what I want you to see here is this, that from God's perspective, that doesn't fit who we are. He says, 
we're not to be looking at those things. We are to be doing what? With all of our heart, we're to be seeking him. And you remember what David said? He said, my heart pants after the Lord God like the deer pants after the water brook. So I would ask you, what are you the hungriest for today? What is it that really stirs you up? What is it that motivates you? Who is it you want to know? What is it you want to accomplish? What do you want God to do in your life? If God said, okay, here's a blank paper, write it out. What would you write down? And after you wrote it down, would it fit his will and purpose and plan for your life? Would it fit the word of God for your life? Sometimes somebody says, well, I just don't know how to live. Well, I can tell you how to live. Just decide you're going to be obedient to God. And you say, well, how am I going to know what that means? In the word of God, he makes it very, very clear. We are to seek him with all of our heart. You're listening to In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. The believer who continually seeks the Lord becomes increasingly assured of their relationship with Him. The winds of adversity may be fierce, but they're no match for the peace, comfort, assurance, and strength found in Jesus. If you need help beginning or continuing your pursuit of Jesus, look through our free materials at intouch.org. And to review what you heard today, click Today on Radio on our homepage. Or open our online bookstore if you'd like to order a copy of today's complete message, Seeking the Lord. Our web address again is intouch.org or call 1-800-IN-TOUCH. If you prefer, you can write to us at In Touch, Post Office Box 7900, Atlanta, Georgia 30357. If your Christian life is not what you think it should be, you might have some control issues. The explanation is just ahead in today's Moment with Charles Stanley. Trusting God each day can be a challenge, but working to grow that trust brings greater joy and peace than we could ever find on our own. In Trusting God with Today, the 365-day devotional from the teachings of Dr. Charles Stanley, we are encouraged to believe in God's love and rest in His purpose for us. Available now at intouch.org slash today. In our spiritual journey, we often have questions. How do I know God's will for my life? Does God hear my prayers? Why do bad things happen? The answers are found in the Word of God. But how do we know where to start? The free In Touch devotional can help point you in the right direction with biblically-based content from Dr. Charles Stanley. You'll gain insight and wisdom through daily devotions, Bible studies, and more. The In Touch devotional, delivered monthly to your mailbox. Subscribe for free at intouch.org daily. You're listening to In Touch. A growing believer is intent on surrendering to Christ at every opportunity. Here's a moment with Charles Stanley. If I should ask you, do you want God's best for your life? More than likely you would say, why sure I do. Then if I should ask you, do you want to become the person God wants you to be and to be able to accomplish the things that God decided, predetermined, and would have you to accomplish and achieve in your life? You say, absolutely. Then, are you willing for God to do whatever's necessary in your life to bring you to a full surrender of all of your abilities and talents and gifts so that he may be able to do what he chooses to do in your life? Now, you say, well, those first two questions, yes. The third one, hmm, not sure about that third one. 
Are you asking me, am I willing for God to do anything that is necessary to bring me to a point of total and full surrender of my life? Yes, that's the question. Because you see, for us to be able to become the persons that God wants us to be and achieve the things that God wants us to achieve in life, we have to surrender our will to Him. Now, that's not easy. God never says it's easy. Nowhere in the Bible does it say that it's easy. In fact, the truth is, it's very difficult. We've confessed and repented of maybe different things in our life, and yet somehow, God seems to keep bringing up something. Something, and then you deal with that, and then somehow there's something else. You see, what He's up to is this. He's up to bringing you into a relationship with Him that is so totally committed to Him. That frees Him to enable you to become the full potential that God has given you. You can learn more about surrendering your life to live an abundant life at intouch.org. And if these truths are impacting your walk with Jesus, we'd love to hear your story. Today's program encouraged us to pursue God without reservation. And tomorrow, we'll hear part two of this enriching message on Seeking the Lord. I hope you'll join us Tuesday for In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. This program is a presentation of In Touch Ministries, Atlanta, Georgia, and remains on this station through the grace of God and your faithful prayers and gifts. Welcome to Breakpoint, a daily look at an ever-changing culture through the lens of unchanging truth. With the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street. A common claim by those who advocate for so-called gender-affirming care is that the effects of the treatments, especially puberty blockers, are reversible. These drugs are simply a way, advocates claim, for gender-confused teens to push pause on puberty and buy more time so they can find out who they really are. At any time, they can just stop taking the drugs and resume puberty without any consequences. One group that's long made this claim is the World Professional Association for Transgender Health, or WPATH, the leading transgender medical organization in the world. In its standards of care, WPATH claims that puberty-blocking drugs, which are supposed to reduce distress stemming from physical changes that occur when puberty begins, are fully reversible. However, recently, in a video leaked from WPATH's September 2022 certification seminar, the truth came out. According to WPATH-certified pediatric endocrinologist Dr. Daniel Metzger, puberty-blocking drugs aren't as reversible or non-invasive as advocates have claimed. In fact, they interrupt teens' physical developments in ways that cannot be reversed. For example, puberty-blocking drugs decrease bone density. Metzger also noted that the effect of puberty-blocking drugs on brain development remains largely unknown. It's notable that Dr. Metzger admits all of this at a WPATH conference. Well, thankfully, there are signs that the tide is turning here. WPATH membership shrank last year by about 60%. Let's pray that more people are choosing truth over ideology. And to learn more about the harms of gender ideology and the facts that these treatments are irreversible, check out our latest Breakpoint Forum. It was called The Real Facts About Gender Ideology, and it featured child and adolescent psychiatrist Dr. Miriam Grossman and Dr. Stephen Gersovich. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street with Breakpoint. Today's Breakpoint was co-authored by Jared Hayden. And for more resources to live like a Christian today, go to breakpoint.org. Hi, I'm John Stone Street from the Colson Center. As you might guess, we're constantly fielding questions about sexuality, about identity, about gender categories, about human identity. 
Christians of all people should have the moral clarity to deal with these incredibly important ethical issues. That's why the Colson Center is thrilled to announce the launch today of the Identity Project. It's the most comprehensive library of on-demand videos and resources that address the central issues of human identity, human value and dignity, male and female, sexual morality, available all from a Christian worldview. These videos were produced in collaboration with other organizations, as well as pastors, psychologists, sociologists, doctors, parents, and experts from organizations like the Alliance Defending Freedom and the Heritage Foundation and others. The videos are of various lengths and can be used in virtually any educational and teaching and discipleship context, in our homes, our churches, our schools, with our friends. Not only are there videos to counter the cultural lies so prevalent about sexuality and human identity, there are videos that can resource parents, teachers, and leaders to help students secure their identity as male and female and to navigate challenges so prevalent in their lives like pornography exposure and to accept God's design for their bodies and for sexual morality that he knows best based on how he made them. Also, there are videos to equip you to have conversations with those who think differently. So please, go to IdentityProject.tv. Breakpoint listeners can receive a special discount. Just use the code BREAKPOINT at checkout. Again, that code is BREAKPOINT, and you can use it when you visit IdentityProject.tv. A nice car, a big house, a little travel. Is there anything wrong with pursuing the finer things in life? Billy Graham has an answer to that question. We are living in a materialistic society in which the pull of the world is a constant pressure on all of us. There are certain elements of daily life which are not sinful in themselves, but which have a tendency to lead to sin if they're abused. So what can you do to keep that from happening? It is Christ and Christ alone who can give you a constant daily victorious life. This is America's greatest need. Christians living a daily life abiding in Christ. Will you dare be different? Will you dare surrender totally to Jesus Christ? If your answer to that question is yes, you can find help at findpeacewithgod.net. Once there, click on Grow in Your Christian Faith. That's at findpeacewithgod.net. We're the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association.